and welcome to episode 13 of Queers at Play. I'm your host for this episode, Ruben, and I'm joined as ever by Mark. Ahoy! And Will. Meow, meow. And this is going to be a somewhat packed podcast um, because it seems that everyone and their fucking cat have revealed information in the past two weeks. Um, they couldn't just spread it out over an extra week or two, could they? No, they did, apparently they want it all now. And, you know, who are we to say no? Well, in fact, this time it's even gone so far. We, we always joke about that that surprise announcement on a Thursday, but um, we're recording on Friday and we've had news today. So it's a good <laughs> job we didn't record yesterday. Oh, yeah, because the, 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 the Pokemon Presents, which we will get to, was mm-hmm. today, which is... Whew. Um, but right, we might as well just jump straight in quickly to the quick fire news. So there's a few things outside of the big stuff. So Google, id Software and Bungie have been brought into a Stadia lawsuit, mm-hmm. which is fun for them. Effectively <laughs> over-promising and under-delivering in terms of what would be available in 4K. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff being upscaled and not being in, in true 4K and people being angry about that. Which they're, which they're allowed to be. I mean, to be fair, there's bigger fish to fry with Stadia, but if that's, if that's the fish you want to gut first, then by all means. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, it's probably not going to be here in a year's time anyway. I'm amazed it's here now. <laughs> 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 if, I'm, if I'm honest about it, I'm amazed we're still talking about Stadia in this, the year of our Lord 2021. Who's Lord? Our Lord. Heidelin. Oh, Heidlin. yes. Okay. Might as well be Heidelin at this point. It's not Lord Xenos. Um, <laughs> so even, even think, though we are in the gravitational pull of his ass. We are always in the gravitational pull of his ass. When we die, the planets are just going to fly off into the sun. Um, so in terms of lawsuits... Surely and- into his black hole. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, so, Epic continuing their uh, grandiose stick waving contest, suing Apple, and it was rejected in the UK. So that's yeah, good. yeah, rejected on a on a bit of a technical basis. Uh, the UK court is allowing Epic's suit against Google to go ahead, but essentially they've said re-Apple, we don't quite know why you're suing them here. They don't really have much of a legal entity here in the UK. Surely there are better places to sue them, as far as I understand. Is it pretty much what the ruling said? I mean, that's fair. And they are continuing to sue them, as far as I'm aware, in America. So, and that's, you know, yeah, and that's, that's, yeah, where, that's, exactly that's where, where Apple is headquartered. Said. <laughs> the court said, you're suing them over there. Um, I mean, presumably, you know, England England and Wales is renowned, quite literally renowned, for its contract law. So I imagine that Epic were wanting to, to take advantage of the contract law of England and Wales. Um, but the court said no. So obviously that implies that they believe that Google has more of a business presence in the UK than, than Apple does. Yeah, I think they do. And I think it's because... Because Google is selling so much advertising. It's kind of the advertising 
you know, the sale through of, of advertising that requires them to have more of a physical presence here, physical presence in inverted commas, you know, they need to be clearing more of the cash to the UK than than Apple, who are just bringing in physical products, I guess. Also, Google have a lot of additional stuff as well that comes under their stable, like YouTube and yep. all sorts of shit like that. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, I hope Epic fail. That's all I'm That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and a perfect segue into another failure. Um, Cyberpunk's patch 1.2 has been delayed because of the cyber attack. Just when you think it might have gone away, Cyberpunk at last forever. <laughs> Every I, I can't say I'm surprised by this, though. No, uh, it and, sense, you, and you know, if they are genuinely making it an attempt to do better going forwards and learning from their mistakes, I don't know whether they actually are, but if that's what they're intending to do, then delaying it is the right thing to do. I am, yeah. and this shows, you know, I think this shows where everything has got to CDPR. I am a little skeptical as to how much the the cyber attack has totally pushed off balance it sounds like who would have thought it of cdpr it sounds like they were being very ambitious ambitious with what they wanted to deliver with this patch possibly Um, but i I don't i don't doubt that the, the 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 cyber attack has played into it i just wonder whether it was also a convenient scapegoat for them to not have to own up to the fact that it's just not ready and wouldn't have been ready regardless, cyber attack or no cyber attack. Maybe. I mean, I'm of a complete, like, this This may surprise you both, but I actually feel a little bit bad for CDPR now. I mean, they still deserve a lot of the shit they're getting. Don't get me wrong. As, a, like, as a company entity, as a company, yes, but the but individuals like, that are affected by this. Yeah, but the employees there, I do feel really bad for them that they are trying so hard oh. To Definitely. make things right, and CDPR as a company is either dicking them over themselves or is not doing enough to stop them being dicked over by other people. Um, so yeah, I do have it. Like when I saw this one, I was like, "Oh, those poor fucking probably still crunched." Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely feel for them. I think the only other thing I thought was just annoyance, unsurprisingly, at people on Twitter. You know, the number of people that I saw if you clicked into some of the threads and they were like. Oh, well done, CDPR. You're showing other companies how it's done, etc., etc. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. They are fixing a mess. This is what they are doing. They don't get praised for fixing the mess. Well, I'm just glad that they've taken Ubisoft's boot out of their mouth for a second. <laughs> like another company. Um, in fact, so- in fact, a, a reason to dig have a dig at Ubisoft appears to be the only thing that's missing from today's news roundup. When I looked down <laughs> on it. But we've got we there should... anyway, it's fine. Well, honestly, <laughs> we should set off a little fanfare every single time Ubisoft don't fucking dick something up every two weeks. I mean, it looks like they've just done nothing in the past two weeks and spoken about nothing. I think that's how they've got away with it. That's true. Um, the whole hear no evil, speak no evil, etc. Um, I'm going to do these in a slightly different order, but there's a Halo TV show. Great. So oh, we can have 40 minutes of Master Chief running down empty corridors repetitively with nothing in them. I look forward to the last or penultimate episode of the first season when he is um, raging about having to drive the Warthog. <laughs> along the outside <laughs> and then just of it spaceship. flipping over because of the terrible physics. <laughs> <laughs> See... To be fair, like I, I read this news piece and I was like, I do not give a flying fuck about this. 
um the only thing about it that i had any sort of feeling about was the fact that it's coming to yet another new streaming platform <sighs> paramount paramount plus i think it's called it's yeah. not like, new as such it's a rebranding of an existing streaming service that exists only in america it's currently called. I mean, it's going to be a new one for us, possibly. It's currently unless they, unless called they sell CBS. it to someone else in the UK. Well, a lot of that stuff do. is sold somewhere between Netflix and um, Amazon, Prime. Amazon Prime at the moment because you know um, I believe like the Star Trek series are all on that streaming service in America over here. They're oh on yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. and on Amazon Prime. So I don't imagine it's going to launch over here anytime soon, but you never know. So one last piece of bad news and then we're into literally good shit till the end, maybe, depending on what backlog bingo turns out like. Um, I'm going to I'm going to read this one out exactly as I've written it here because I was incredibly proud of myself. Anthem is Bantham. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anthem's dead. It's 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 God. It's it's goddamn dead. Bye, Felicia. And and actually, I saw uh, someone mentioning, I think it was a good friend of, of us, Grandad. I saw Grandad mentioning that um, they've also announced that the new Dragon Age game, which they were looking at doing as games of service, is not going to be games of service. So EA has decided no to games of service, it would seem. They've at certainly the decided that it is not Bioware's strength and is letting them just get on with what they're good at. And yep. for that, I am very happy <laughs> because I enjoy classic Bioware. Recent Bioware has not been so great. So if they but, can get back to doing what they do really well, I'm all for it. I mean, so you saw this coming. E- EA do a good thing, maybe? Oh, yeah. In all fairness, I did not have that on my 2021 bingo card. Well, I mean, they've, you know, I don't want to get into a big discussion about EA, but they've <laughs> they've started, and maybe this was a threat of losing the Star Wars contract, but they have started making good Star Wars games. Jedi Fallen Order, Squadrons, no or little live servicey microtransaction stuff in those. Yeah. Well, and that's supposed to be the other thing that's that's led to this Dragon Age change as well. It's not just Anthem has bombed. It's also um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did very well mm-hmm. and offered a more that's because, traditional enough, way of approaching People have been a waiting game. a long, long time for EA to make a fucking decent Star Wars game. <laughs> I mean, it's that age-old thing, isn't it? That there's there's always something the industry the industry is saying that players either want or don't want that is completely fucking false. <laughs> it's happened constantly throughout his throughout the video game industry's history, in which the video game industry has said players don't want this, and then it turns out players do fucking want this. You just don't want to fucking make it. So they did it with. Players, players don't want single player campaigns anymore. And then the moment a single player campaign comes out, I think it was like the the first time this this the first time this uh, argument started to swell. Bioshock came out and was phenomenally popular. And what is it? A single player fucking campaign, you twats. Players want this. And then you've got like Square Enix and people saying players don't want turn based RPGs. Then they release Bravely Default. And look how fucking popular that is. Like, stop telling players what they want. We know what we want because we fucking play the games. You're an exec wearing a suit in some fucking office somewhere. You don't know shit. Sit down. 
do do the right things. Stop I think the problem here is that there are lots and lots of players and they all want different things. It's not that nobody wants single player. It's not that nobody wants multiplayer. It's not that nobody wants it's live service. It's just that there are lots of people and they all want different things. And so, you know, cater to all of them or as many of them as you can. Yeah. It's um, not difficult. Do a, do a for, those, for those who are following along with our bingo cards, I think you can count that as a Ruben rant um, and check it <laughs> off. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have a rant in this episode. I looked at the rundown. I was like, there is nothing I could possibly rant about. Oh, no. Oh, um, Ruben, we know you too well today. There is always it's all right. It's all right. We can, can go you into rant a rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. You you two know me well enough that you can lead me down a path that ends in it. <laughs> um, Just so, mention Jeff Keighley. Oh, fucking cunt. Um, you can also so, check that off your bingo cards as well now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Keighley's been mentioned. Um, oh, we've got one more mention to come later. Um, so, onto something that I, I don't really know anything about, nor do I particularly have an interest in it at this point, but BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Of which... Mark has a vested interest, so... Well, slightly more of interest. So I think it, there was a lot of things announced at BlizzCon. I'm not going to go over them all because there was really only uh, a one thing that particularly interested me, and that is uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Um, I'm a huge fan, if you don't already know, of Diablo 3, certainly once they fix its initial launch problems anyway. Um, and, I, and I've had a playthrough with you, Ruben, as well, which you which you quite enjoyed for the most yep, part. loved it. Oh, um, no, I don't think I don't think there's a point I weren't enjoying playing that game actually, which is unusual for me on <laughs> the game. <laughs> um, so I'm very much looking forward to Diablo 2 Resurrected. I've it's the it's the one Diablo game that I've never actually played. So I, I played the original, for some reason skipped two, went to three. Um, so this is a great opportunity for me to get involved with the second one in the series, which is also generally regarded as the best one out of the three so far. Um, and along the Diablo lines, they also announced the rogue classes returning for Diablo 4 um, with a very, very deeply disturbing CGI trailer involving an assassin and um, the removal of a lot of ears. <laughs> so go and watch that one if you want to be creeped out. Sure. I mean, I must admit, when I did see rogue classes returning in Diablo 4, I was like, well, fucking duh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, rogue is one of the most stereo-fucking-typical fantasy classes. Like, if that weren't it, I would be... That's almost as surprising as if they weren't... Like, if they didn't have, like, a knight. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have one other thing to add from BlizzCon, um, which is, if anyone hasn't seen footage of Metallica... Um, performing at BlizzCon taken from the Twitch stream of BlizzCon. You absolutely have to go and see it because um, Twitch, I I don't know if it's an algorithm. I don't know if it's something that the, um, you know, someone did manually. um, But despite being on the literal, actual, official Twitch gaming channel, um, replaced Metallica with plinky plonky royalty free music. <laughs> it's one of the most <laughs> hilarious things you can see. So go and look that up because it's, it's funny. I will, I will say actually, switch. Ruben, uh, to go and have a look at the, uh, the the actual gameplay demo for Rogue because I think it it looks like a playstyle that's right up your street. I mean, I'm, pl- I'm playing the the dual wielding crossbow Loki in mm-hmm. Diablo three. So yeah. Well, rogues are very much my sort of thing. My character in D&D is a rogue. Exactly. Like, 
So yeah, but take have a look because it looks like quite it's it's quite uh it's very dynamic, very fast moving. Looks very interesting. Good because if there's one if there's one complaint I had about Diablo three is that it can be a bit clunky to play at times because the way the way that the game mechanics are built it feels a little bit clunky. yeah it was it wasn't originally designed necessarily with consoles in mind so maybe that has something to do with it whereas I think Diablo four is being very much more built from the ground up with controllers and consoles in mind so maybe that has something to do with it good to know and something that I will definitely well, more than likely be playing with you anyway, so... Look forward to so, it. So, on to our first big... Well, I, I'm just going to call this the Sony section. Um, so, we had the State of Play mm-hmm. on Thursday this week. Yep. And also, as of today, the PS Plus games have been announced for March. Mm-hmm. So, there's been a lot of shit. So, we'll start with uh, Sony State of Play. Um, so... I didn't particularly care about the Crash remaster for PS5. I don't know. I felt like the. I mean, let's let's not really. I don't think it's a Crash remaster because it's a it's a patch. It's just a patch. It's a give to give PS5 stuff to Crash Four, and I felt it should have been a tweet. If I'm perfectly honest, um, I don't think it's as big a deal as they thought to open their state of play with. <laughs> That's a that should have been an email statement <laughs> there. Um. People do love Crash, though, so, you know. Yeah, I know, but still, but still, like, I mean, how many other games, though, have they just, out of nowhere, God of War, etc., etc., you know, there are loads, so they've just gone, there's a PS5 patch launching next week. It just felt weird that it it was what they decided to try and build around, you know, it just felt odd. So, next up was Returnal. And I don't know about you guys, but I am significantly less interested in that game now. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what what's put you off? Third person shooter. Fuck off. There's enough of those. I mean, I kind of I, always realised that's what it was. I never really liked the look of it, um, but definitely this time I was looking at it and going, third person shooter with seemingly creepy vibes. Not for me. <laughs> so I, 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 I like, like I done. like a good kind of sci-fi, loosely horror-ish game along those lines. So I'm all up for it. It looks interesting see, enough. See, was this the first time we saw gameplay? Because I can't remember seeing gameplay before. I thought we I saw think a it CGI was the first trailer time we saw gameplay. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, I think we had seen a CGI trailer, but I, I, and I thought it was a more kind of slow burn thriller from that CGI trailer. And then the moment I saw the gameplay, I was like, "No, it's a shooter. Fuck that. No." Um. I, just I think it was very... always introduced as a roguelite, which in my mind instantly made me think action-y shooter game. There should be a sort of more horror, slow-burning horror roguelike. Get on well, it, maybe, maybe there's a market there. Um, that doesn't exist yet. I'd love it. Yeah, you know we told you you should listen to what gamers want. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's coming out on the 30th of April. Um, Knockout City, which was announced previously in the Nintendo Direct as well, um, which is essentially just Splatoon dodgeball, from what it, I could it, gather. It looks... I thought I thought um, this was a better showcase of it than we saw in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, um, I thought it, it kind of looks kind of fun. 
It does. And also there's a beta. They announced that there's a beta test coming up, which I would be actually quite happy to try. It does look fun. I must have. And, and they actually said cross-platform beta test as well. So mm. that we're presumably going to get it cross-platform and presumably cross-play, which would be nice. Um, that's certainly what it sounds like. I can't say it appealed to me, but, you know. I mean, if it's not There's too one... expensive, you know, I think it fits into that kind of, as we mentioned in the past, it's in that Rocket League type of niche. If I could see myself spending... Watch it, watch it launch as a PS Plus game. I mean, it'd be great if it launches as a PS Plus game because then I'm sorted. I mean, that depends because there's... Wait, it's due out in May, isn't it? It's possible. It is very possible. Um, but yeah... The 21st that, of May, though, which is which would be an odd... Unless they start oh, yeah. early on mm. PS Plus. It doesn't really yeah, align true. PS Plus dates normally. But um, Next was Sifu. Or Sifu. Which I thought looked I... more like a, a you game, Ruben, than an Eva of Us game. It really does look like a me game. Uh, depending on how intricate that combat is, I'm 100% fucking in. It looks like Streets of Rage on crack. I'm not for that. <laughs> um, Streets of Rage was one of my favourite games last year. I would happily play like another brawler like that. And it does look like it's going to be that. But with... I don't know, it looked like a cross between kind of Streets of Rage and Batman Arkham. Because the combat yep. looked very free flow between different enemies, which it did, which didn't it? And, and there was kind of blocking and parrying. And I was sat watching it, and because the thought did cross my mind while watching it that you know a brawler is not not that dissimilar from an action adventure. You know, so many action adventures mm. have got those brawler elements, mechanics built into them since stuff like Assassin's Creed made that kind of combat popular in action adventure. But yeah, it's it, it looks good. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Um, Speaking of which, Solar Ash. I am 100% behind whatever this game is. Well, we know you're a big fan of Annapurna games, so you were sold instantly on that, right? Yeah, the moment I saw Annapurna Interactive, I was like, I do not care what game this is. It seemed to get a mixed reaction on my stream. I think there are a lot of people who just don't... I think aren't going along with the very um, chilled, kind of empty vibe. Um, but mm. it looks interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm interested still. I mean, Annapurna are all about kind of like that. They're all about that really, really odd quirky retro. Yeah, and quite very quirky. Like every Annapurna game is quirky as fuck. Yeah, but it's 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 from the same people that made Hyper Light Drifter, right? Uh, I don't know that for certain, but if so, think so. I think my God, it that. looks like it, doesn't it? But it look, yeah. you know, it, although it's a very different, you know, it's three D. The color palette is very Hyper Light Drifter, like lots of neon purples and pinks and blues. So they've obviously got a a distinct yep. style that they work to, <laughs> even Which though it's a bad thing. A different game and it's a fully 3d game as yep. opposed to the the hyperlight drifter sort of isometric view well work to your strengths i mean like super giant games they <clears throat> their games all have a kind of similar thread that run through them all and they're all great so um so next and i did not fucking expect this for whatever reason i think i missed i heard that there was a teaser last year which i clearly missed Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Yes, that was included. Wasn't that included in the June PlayStation showcase. Five showcase thing? 
possibly. I think um, it was, was like it? teased as of this. It was sometime around then. Maybe it wasn't in that, but it was definitely teased last year because I remember seeing something about it. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah. I mean, clearly, um, the guy that, that I, ca- I cannot remember, I apologize, I can't remember his name. The guy that makes Five Nights at Freddy's has clearly got so much fucking better at making games because it no longer looks like paper cutouts. Um, it, like, it looks like probably there's a much bigger studio behind this game than perhaps oh, oh, the previous Five Nights game. Probably, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think the I I don't know how well Five Nights at Freddy's is going to trans translate into 3D like that because part of the suspense and part of the horror of the Five Nights at Freddy's games was the fact that you were in one position and you couldn't move from this position and the enemies were coming to you. So being able to walk around the environment, I think I don't know. I don't know how they're going to translate that style of horror with you being with you having agency, like proper. I mean, agency. it might be a very different. I mean, they're obviously going for a very different style of game. So perhaps mm. they're not going for that same vibe. I suppose. But I must admit that 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 ticking that was happening in that trailer, fucking. That that made me so tense. That ticking. I was um, so tense throughout that entire trailer. I was just like, I just want this to be over. I just want <laughs> that. Was, that <laughs> I want to be able to sleep tonight, please. Stop it. Which Stop means, it. really and realistically, that was a fantastically made trailer. If nothing else, it was a really good trailer. I'll give it that. It's, it's a big nope for me, but it, it certainly made me feel things. Make it a subscriber goal. No. Five nights of Freddy's. <laughs> this got this got discussed on my stream today. Um, because I've just reached my 300 subscriber goal. Um, so I will soon be playing Doom Eternal um, on stream. So those who want to see what my experience of Doom was like, you can come and see that on my stream. And I was saying to my stream, what should I do for my 400 goal? And um, yes, a, a a certain person popped up and said, the creepy one from the, from the state of play. And I said, no. Fair play enough. one of the earlier... Five Nights at Freddy's. No. <laughs> so, moving on. Um, this game was interesting at the time, but it's actually more interesting with information we've had since. Oddworld Soulstorm. Yeah. I haven't played an Oddworld game since the original Abe's Odyssey. So, um, I thought this looked pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's a PS Plus game for... Yep. Uh, for april was it it is indeed um i probably wouldn't have bought it but the fact that it's going to be a ps plus game i'm definitely going to give it a go oh yeah for sure i mean i although i love the atmosphere and i love a lot of the things about odd world if there's one thing that i cannot abide and i think that has come across by now it's being frustrated and if there's one thing that frustrates (laughs) me it's those fucking games (laughs) some of the puzzles are so multi-layered and you need to be so you have to be so many steps ahead of where you currently are that i just cannot do it it's the same as it's the same thing with celeste i don't like puzzle platformers um um but i've but i'll definitely give it a shot yeah if it's free on ps plus what the fuck would be the problem with like why would i not fair exactly um next was possibly my highlight of the whole thing kenna bridge of spirits i will go beyond possibly my highlight of the whole thing and go 
definitely my highlight of the whole thing. Um, I generally found the whole thing a bit underwhelming, and this was the game that made me smile. And I want it, I want it, I want it, and I want it now. Well, you're going to have to wait till August. Yes, I know. August it's twenty fourth, isn't it? August twenty fourth. And I'm and I'm a bit and I'm a bit annoyed. Yeah. It's going to be digital only, at least at launch. So, but, but like, go. I remember like exactly the same as you. The moment that li- the moment that little sprite turned into the little thing with legs, I made a sound I know. not made <laughs> for this world. <laughs> <laughs> Was it so high pitched that only dogs could hear it? Yeah, basically, we just we just had a congregation of fucking wolves around the front door. Like, I I love the look of whatever those fucking dumb little shits are. I love them. Um, they kind of remind me of the adipose from Doctor Who. Yes, yes, yeah, that kind of same them. shape and that little waddly. But even cuter than the adipose, for, 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 which I didn't think was possible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the game looks great. Um, it does. I am sick to the fucking teeth of people saying, oh, it's another Breath of the Wild game. No, open world fucking adventures existed before Breath of the Wild, you twats. Also, um, I don't think it really does look... It, it doesn't really look anything like Breath of the Wild in any way. Yeah. People are reductionist by trade, it seems. Or, or, or open world fantasy with a certain type of art style must be Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I don't even think it's art style looks like Breath of the Wild particularly. No, I think it's, it's. I think people think it's kind of got cutesy. It's. I mean, it's. It's got. It's got. Um, my brain's trying to catch up with me. What am I trying to say? Um, it's. It's not realistic. It's got like a level of artifice to the to the art mm. style that yeah. you see in things like Breath of the Wild, which is what I think is making people say that. But, but that's also that because they're people who just want to buy God of War. Cod of War? What even is that? Cod. Cod. <laughs> Cod of War. Wait a second. They want to buy Call of Duty. Is that like a crossover between, before. like a, a fish-based God of War game? It's actually it's actually uh, Splatoon meets God of War. Or it's the next game in that the James flat. Pond series. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cod of War. <laughs> oh my God! A James Pond. Battle Royale called God of War. <laughs> we, are, we are filled with ideas today. We should be yeah, developers. <laughs> you know, we said you should listen to gamers and what they want. Just saying. Yeah, give us give us a James give us a James Pond Battle Royale because that's what all the gamers <laughs> want. Oh my god, it's the fucking dumbest idea I've had in ages. So that's saying something. So. On to another game, which, if I'm honest with you, the more I find out about it, or the more I see of it, the less I want to play it. Deathloop. I'm completely the opposite. The more I've seen this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to play this. Uh, I mean, I don't think it would be for me anyway. Um, I found there was an overwhelming amount of stuff in that trailer. There was a hell of a lot going on. Um, But I loved the um, James Bond... Yes, song it was like a James Bond opening yeah. song, it, and it was it was the same the style animation. of song. Yeah. It had the animation bits. It was really neat. Um, so yeah, I I am actually quite looking forward to this one. Um, I like you know I've quite enjoyed some of their previous games, particularly Prey is brilliant. Um, and you know I probably won't get it on PlayStation. I'll probably get it on PC just because I prefer a first person shooter with a keyboard and mouse, but. Yeah, this one I'm quite excited about. 
Whereas I saw that trailer and I was like, this is so much like the last trailer. I'm, 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 I'm already over this game and this art style and this play. Um, but maybe I'm just a miserable cunt. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the final announcement. And uh-huh. this was the big one for State of Play, I guess. Uh-huh. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. Namira's um, got a Namira. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I can't wait either. Because as much as I as much as I do complain about that game, and really all my complaints stand, I do kind of want to another chapter in that story that isn't at the end of it because the end of it is the worst bit um having another chapter (laughs) just slotting in is fine by me um would i have preferred literally any other fucking character from final fantasy 7 except yuffie yes i would have preferred any other character but i'm not complaining about there being another character introduced or that they're bringing in characters from other parts of the compilation network as well, which is fucking weird. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. And also the free upgrade on PS5. So long as you don't get it on the PS Plus collect PS Plus. We'll get to that. I'm sure we'll get Ooh. to that. <laughs> oh, I was so pissed about that. Um, and we will get to that. Um, but uh, well, let's talk about the bad thing they the bad thing they have done that's around remake integrate. Um, the Yuffie episode is is gated off on PS5. You can't get it on PS4. Well, I hope more people. I suspect PS5 that's a button. deal that Sony have made with Square than anything. Why though? I, I don't see why Square would agree to that. If if all of their users who are going to buy their DLC have it on PlayStation Four, you know, you look at your games install base, they're going to have way more on PlayStation Four than PlayStation Five to sell their DLC to. Because Sony have given them a fuck ton of money, and they want to convince more and more people to buy a PS5. Yeah, makes sense. Sony is forget- selling PlayStation 5s faster than they make them. I don't understand why they would need to use that as a reason to make, to sell more PS5s. You don't know how far in advance this gate this deal was made, though. To be fair, and it's not till June anyway. As well, yeah. Um, the thing which got me is that there is an exclusive weapon tied behind buying Integrate on PS5 as a pre-order bonus for buying for buying the game again, essentially. I'm just like, no, go fuck yourself, Square. No. I have bought the game already. No. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to play as Yuffie and whoever that other dickhead is. Um, and the combat looks like seven remakes combat i just hope they don't namura the story whatever they're doing with it that's the only thing i hope for just don't make it too convoluted you're already inserting a story into a story that has already existed and is already out in the world don't fuck it i, I mean know he's always difficult. he's he, he has at least slightly held back because you know let's be honest it could have been called final fantasy 7 remake 1.2 intermission yuffie chapter prologue or something yeah you know it could have been worse (laughs) yeah i mean i saw i saw a great i saw a great tweet about this and then i'll move on um i saw a great tweet about this after seven after final fantasy 7 remake integrate was released um where someone quote tweeted the trailer saying the hardest working person at square enix is the dictionary and i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's that is like best tweet about that possible um but 
not only um, because that was it for State of Play, but after the State of Play, the official Final Fantasy VII Remake Twitter account actually revealed there are two more seven related games coming out. Both of them are mobile, which will put off a lot of people. Not me, because I'll play on fucking anything. But um, one is the first soldier, which is a battle royale game (laughs) where you play as soldiers, which is sure. Um, Why not? Which looks gorgeous, but in all fairness, I don't care about Battle Royale's. But Ever Crisis, though, playing through the entirety of the story that exists in one package. So that's not only Seven, but also Advent Children, After Crisis, Crisis Core, and Dirge of Cerberus, all in one package in a sort of turn-based RPG with visual novel storytelling 100% bring it on don't care give it to me love it because if there's one thing and one thing only that Nomura does right it's character illustrations and the character yeah, illustrations yeah, the character is illustrations really beautiful. are yeah. beautiful they did look really um, beautiful I feel like uh, it's maybe not what people were hoping for when they saw that Ever Crisis had been trademarked I think they maybe thought there was going to be some entirely new chapter um i also there's just a bit of me that looks at this and i'm just like that one i'm you know that one it's interesting um i do feel like square is most definitely at the point of deciding what to squeeze every last penny it can out of the <laughs> the tea towel of final fantasy 7 i don't know i'm trying to come up with the right analogy um it concerns me that this is already the way they're going and i just wonder how much dross we're going to see down the line but um Ever Crisis itself looks interesting. I was also slightly thrown by, there were loads of people saying, oh, um, Ever Crisis will be really good for people who are unable to experience Final Fantasy VII because they haven't got a PlayStation 5. And I was like, Final Fantasy VII is literally already on those platforms. You can literally already play it it's, on mobile. It, it's on pretty much every platform. It's on the yeah, Switch. Let's, it's on... let's stop pretending that Final Fantasy VII Remake is the only version of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I don't know where that happened. Especially seeing as Ever Crisis doesn't seem to be telling the story of Seven Remake. It's telling, it's the, telling story the story of, of Seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Just, why the fuck not? I mean, the thing is, like, I must admit, I, was, I, I wasn't expecting Remake Part 2. But I was still a little bit disappointed that there wasn't Remake Part 2. Because I know I had my complaints about Remake. But I want to play fucking Red 13. And I will buy Remake 2 so I can fucking do that. I think though Sony are saving all of their big announcements for their E three ish yeah June time mm-hmm. conference video direct whatever, um, and whether that includes Final Fantasy VII Part Two, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, this did not seem like see... the event for big announcements. It was no, no, here's a bunch of stuff all. you know about that's coming soon, plus a couple of surprises. Um, it'll also be interesting to see, you know the. The year is nearly up on Final Fantasy VII Remake's exclusivity, and it's going to be interesting to see if if it starts popping up on other platforms. It will definitely pop up on Xbox, I think. I'm sure it will. I'm just wondering how quickly it's going to pop up. If it will literally be a, a clock ticks past midnight and out. Oh, that'll be the point of this. It doesn't take them long, because they'll have it ready to go. If and it's, then, if and it's then, coming to and Xbox, then they'll, announce, they'll have it ready to and, go. And then they'll announce that anyone who buys... Anyone who buys a remake on 
on Xbox will be able to get integrated on on the series or on Xbox One. <laughs> and then all the PlayStation fans will just explode in a fury. It'll just be included as part of the Game Pass. Oh, that would piss <laughs> off a lot of people. Um, Although the DLC might have the same year-long exclusivity on PlayStation as the original did. Who knows? Possibly. Anyway, let's, let's, there's, let's there's probably on. some deals. Um, but yeah, moving on, and just one last quick thing before we move on to everyone's favourite segment. Um, the PS Plus games for March have been announced, which were a lot of nothing, and one game that's actually, you know, a pretty fucking big game actually to have on PS Plus. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, they've been knocking it out of the park with the PS Plus games this year. There's been yeah. some really good games added. Um, and I... Well, yeah, Final, so Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, Farpoint, which I believe is a PSVR game primarily although I don't yes. know whether you can play it on the console without PSVR it did say it does it on the infographic it does just say PlayStation 4 so it might be playable on both but I don't really know anything about it I'm surprised you're not more interested in maquette though because that is another Annapurna game it is but it is also a puzzle game okay my love for Annapurna doesn't stretch quite that far fair enough um, but the final game is Remnant from the Ashes, which looks interesting, but really, apart from Seven Remake, which I already possess, nothing on the PS Plus games for March is like really screaming out to me. I've yeah, never even I, heard it, of it's, Remnant. It's it's very early for them to have got Seven Remake, so I'm quite Yeah. Quite either Sony have really, really, really shelled out for it, or Square are looking to make more money off of the back of it. Awesome combination of the two. You know, it makes me wonder how well it's selling if Square are already willing to stick it on PS Plus. Um, obviously, buyer beware on this. If you yes. do, as we mentioned earlier, if you do get 7 Remake through PS Plus, you do not get the free upgrade for PS5. Yeah, which also then slightly confuses me because you can only buy Integrate, the, the DLC episode... If you've got the PS5 free upgrade. So I don't understand why they would then stop all of those people from being able to spend more money. It just all gets really confusing. Because then they'll spend even more money by actually buying it. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I've already seen people pointing out, well, you know, if you're really going to want that upgrade, if you're really going to want it on PS5, you're probably better than instead of getting it now on PS Plus, go and buy a PS4 copy because they're going pretty cheap. And then get the free free upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a much more beneficial way to do it that way. But which I read, sorry, just to go, mm-hmm. I read that the upgrade gives you a digital copy of Final Fantasy VII upgraded, as opposed to being disc based, which is interesting. Possibly, I, I which would mean you I'm could honest. possibly just lend somebody a disc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It it does different. Does definitely say a digital copy rather than attached to the yeah, to the yeah, existing yeah. version, which is in anyway. Let's move on to. But, but maybe you need a disc. But anyway, um... but it is interesting because some of the stuff like uh, I got the the Spider Man Remastered, Miles Morales, whatever, which came with a code for Spider Man Remastered. But that is a proper full digital version. I was kind of expecting it to want me to have the disc in there to be able to play it. But you know, there there is stuff that are looking at distributing purely digitally at the moment on PS5. Well, there's less overheads for them, I guess. But let's take a break a moment 
and let's play some backlog bingo. Yes! Yes! So, Mark. Yes. The last episode, you were gifted The Sims 4. So, what did you think? It was shit. Oh. No. <laughs> Good. So, that's the end of Backlog Bingo. That's it. That- Shortest. <laughs> I, know we, I know we said that we had to get through this quickly, Mark. Because <laughs> Apologies. No, it wasn't. Um, Yes, The Sims 4. Uh, I don't think The Sims needs much in the way of introduction, but basically uh, you create some little digital people, you start with a bunch of money, you build yourself a little house, you fill it with furniture, and then your little digital people... uh, just go about living their lives, get them jobs, make sure they go to the toilet. Um, I mean, that's that's basically the entire game. So, you know, what did I do when I started the game up? Obviously, I, I created digital representations of each of the three of us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so I was I was the uh, the quiet one that got a job as a programmer. Uh, Ruben was the angry one that got a job as a writer. (laughs) Side note, there was one point where Ruben was so angry, he kicked a bin over and then went for an angry poop. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise known as Tuesday. (laughs) The description was genuinely angry poop. Anyway. (laughs) And uh, Will... uh, enjoyed the finer things in life uh, and uh, just got very angry at my choices of TV. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like me. Um, and uh, yes, <laughs> there wasn't a uh, works works in charity or does streaming as a job option. Um, so you were a, uh, a mixologist. <laughs> I don't know why that was just like <laughs> You just fancied being able to have cocktails. Exactly. So you just wanted a mixologist living with you. So yes. Um yeah, and we all lived together in a lovely little house. Um and 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 then I just kind of ran out of things to do. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is the Sims. <laughs> um in it, it like so I played, you know, the original Sims quite a long time ago. Um I think it's fair to say not a huge amount has changed. It looks a bit prettier. You can now give your Sims more of an individual personality and an aspiration, and they age. Other than that, it's still The Sims. <laughs> and I think the thing with The Sims is a lot of the interesting stuff is gated behind all of the millions and millions of expansion pack stuff that they release. Because of course they do, because EA... But yeah, um, that is really all I have to say on the matter. I feel like that was mostly a nice story about the three of us living together. Yeah, honestly, and to be fair, it sounded very accurate. Um, It's amazing how close to life the Sims can get. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, excellent. I love that I was an angry writer in that. <laughs> um, so, the, the kind of, the Sword of Damocles now hangs above me, and I can't remember which one of you it is that is picking now. It is Will. Okay, so Will. The games remaining on my backlog bingo list are Persona 5 Royal, Undertale, Shadows of the Damned, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE, and Jet Set Radio. So, um, there are a few of these that I am very interested in. Um, Indeed, so I'm going to talk about three of them. Uh, One of them I actually already own myself. Um, That is Persona 5 gave some thought to Persona 5. I thought, actually, Ruben's just been reviewing an epic JRPG. Maybe he could do some time without something quite as long as Persona 5. Moved on. Um, Another one is on my wish list, and that is uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions hashtag FE. Um, And I thought, that's still another lengthy JRPG. (laughs) (laughs) And so... So to be kind to you and to to not make you spend hours and hours and hours, um, I went for the other RPG on the list, Undertale. Um, I would like okay to know what you make of Undertale. Okay, so because this is one I've dodged for a long fucking time, so okay, so the short yeah. RPG is what I gave you, effectively, instead of yeah, instead yeah. of the hundred hour RPG or the presumably. 30 to 50 hour RPG I gave you the short one That's, that, it, it's appreciated so tune in next ses- uh, next episode for my thoughts on Undertale and we'll see whether we can go I don't know, 5 for 5 with me fucking hating everything that I play <laughs> <laughs> I mean you pick them to be fair it is my fault I, I, I 100% accept responsibility it does sound like a you problem it is most definitely a big problem. So, on to what always ends up being our final section. The Nintendo shit. Woo! Um, um, I'll, start, I'll start with the smaller one, because the bigger one is big. The Pokemon Presents from today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of which we've already had a minor conversation before podcast recording anyway. Um, and we know that we have thoughts on this. Um, so it opened with, I think this must be the sixth twentieth anniversary, twenty-fifth uh, anniversary montage we've seen, because they've done <laughs> a lot of them. Um, this is the best one, but this was also the longest one. It was cute, yeah. but it was long. I it was it cute. It felt like someone had a really good idea, and then every different team within the Pokemon company said, you have to include our product, you have to include our product, and you have to include it every generation. It's, like, it's like, I don't need to and, be told the still... game exists every generation. I and they it. still didn't include everything. See, the thing which bugged me, and every single time it came around, I almost, like, by the end of the video, I had kind of a nervous tick in response to it, was every single generation was anime! Every single segment had anime mentioned, and by the time and trading cards, and and yeah, and trading cards. And by the time we reached the end, every single time I heard trading cards and anime, I was like, (laughs) every time, like you don't. We decided not to discontinue this all important part of what we do. (laughs) Thank you. Funny that, like, 
that that video could have been half as long i would have still been impressed i I probably thought this is really cute for about the first minute and then for the second minute i probably thought this is cute but it's going on a while and then for the next i think literally two to three minutes because it was fucking long I was just like, "Is this over?" Yet? Let's let's play I a drinking. Let, let's now. let's watch it again and play a drinking game. Take a drink every time they say trading card or anime. We'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> a shot um, for every mention. But um, yeah, I mean, one thing I will say about that video is some of the sound mixing was fucking incredible. Um, but that that's that's the only good thing I can really say about that video. Um, so they next announced there's going to be various 25th anniversary events. Now, um, this surely should have been a tweet. Yeah, this, <laughs> I think this was just using up my time as I'm sat there being like, and if you play Cafe Mix, I'm like, just no, please. Just no. So, yeah, for the three people that play Cafe Mix, you get this 25th anniversary thing. Um, and, oh, and, and, and I noted, and if you log in, there's this big bonus thing. Hmm. Maybe not many people are logging into Cafe Mix and need to be incentivized to do so. Yeah. Um, there's also the thing for the t- trainers game that I've not played and also new Dynamax raids for uh, Sword and Shield but the one which got me and I even tweeted about this because I was just like nah they're not getting away with this without me saying something sarcastic about it um, they said that for the 25th anniversary they're going to have a Kanto inspired event in Pokemon Go and I was just like you guys have taken your dick out of Kanto since you launched fucking Pokemon Go. Do you honestly think like a Kanto-inspired event is a new thing you're doing? Um, well, and it, well, indeed, I mean, the event they've announced is an opportunity to catch things again that you've had opportunities to catch in the past. Oh, but yeah, the 25th anniversary events in other games, you know, is, is, is by the by. Uh, but they did show new shit and a new trailer for Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap, should I say? I remain interested in new Pokemon Snap, but I'm not sure if I want it or not. Um, I was kind of hoping, going into this, I was expecting to see stuff about new Pokemon Snap. It still looks cute. It looks really chill. Um, and I said I said to my stream, I streamed it again, because it was in the middle of a stream that was already on anyway. I said to them, I really hope we're going to get a demo. Uh, and we have not. Um, I would have liked a demo, because I feel like that might be the thing that would get, let me get me to give it a try and decide at last if I want it or not. Yeah, yeah that's cute. Be I think demo. a demo would be nice. Um, and if they were going to do it, they would have announced it by now because it's coming out in I, April. Which yeah, I yeah. imagine this would have been the perfect opportunity to say, and there's going to be a demo either available now or the demo is going to be out on X date or whatever. It would have been the perfect opportunity. The thing I can't help but thinking is a big missed opportunity, though, is when they were going through the photo mode stuff. And I was like, photo mode and uploading photos for people to look at. Great idea for Pokemon Snap. But what a missed opportunity that... We don't have Miiverse. Yeah. And that functionality. Because sharing photos over Miiverse would just be amazing. I, watching that trailer and seeing the photo mode, I was like, God, I fucking miss Miiverse. Um, (laughs) It was such a great idea. I've been thinking about Miiverse in the past week because... Because of my saving mishap that uh, people have seen about with, with Wind Waker... Um... I had to listen to Tingle twice. Tell me about what I could do with me first. <laughs> and I'm like, I literally can't Tingle. Stop it. Stop it. I, it doesn't yeah, exist. But the thing is like, that deserved more generations. That was such a great idea. Um, yeah, but... I would I would love some kind of Miiverse. If, you know, if they brought it through to Switch or something. I like, yeah, that social aspect of it that's just missing from, from Switch's online. 
but we need to stop otherwise this will become the meverse podcast um so they announced remakes of diamond and pearl brilliant diamond and shining pearl coming to switch later this year i feel like remake is maybe a bit of a grandiose term for what they announced um for what appears to literally look like they've just stuck a more 3ds like 3ds pokemon era like art style on the top of the original games it is a it's probably closer to a upgrade like a re yeah like a yeah, like a remaster a with a, a, a you, you know when you see some of these other remasters where you can like press a button and it switches to the old graphics it's like an exact one-to-one remake i mean arguably they did exactly the same thing with uh link's awakening that was you know one-to-one in terms of the map yes, layout I, size items etc etc the game i've heard people say that but i think i think you can be a lot more blown away going from an original game boy game to yeah, the the, the step the step DS was much to... bigger. Yeah, and arguably there were more quality of life improvements with with Link's Awakening. Um, on the other hand, you know, a lot of people have been calling for Diamond and Pearl remakes for a long time. So, you know, I feel like I've seen a lot of people today saying uh, it's a remake, but it's not it's not the remake let's... I wanted. But I don't think they were ever gonna. No, dramatically also, change the underlying game because that's just not what, also, that's not really breaking, what they do. But well, but it is breaking with what they normally do in terms of of the remakes. So you know, uh, I'm going to take um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire as a version. You know, that was properly done in the same way as the game of its generation, which was X and Y. You know, it was done properly in that style. Um, so I think people are kind of thinking, well, what are they going to do now? Are they going to try and bring things into the Sword and Shield style? And they just haven't. They've obviously I think decided that's too much they, work and well, just left it as it is. They've obviously outsourced it to a different developer. And they obviously, I think they wanted something that was done a lot quicker so that they could get it in this slot this year. Um, and that's the compromise they made. See, t- see, two things. Firstly, people were never going to be happy, as Mark said. Oh, people are never like, happy. Like if, if, like, <laughs> this like, is true. Like, they didn't change it too much. They've essentially gone with a one-to-one with an upgraded kind of chibi art style, which I personally like, but that's not the point here. But Also, the original was quite chibi in its in its stylings. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if they've not changed the art style, they've just made it 3D. Mm. So but like, all these people going, oh, you've made it chibi. Well, actually, it kind of already always was. <laughs> well, Pokemon's always fucking been chibi. Yeah. Um, but, like... People are complaining that they didn't change it enough, but they would have soon been fucking complaining if, if they had changed, changed it more. Yeah. Like, the these people, like, I, I retweeted someone saying that Pokemon fans are possibly the worst. And I'm just like, oh, you know so what? Entitled. Oh, look yes. at all the National Deck stuff. That was all. Yeah, oh, the National Deck stuff. But, like, the, my second point, and this is a very, very personal thing, and I know that this is a very personal thing, um, so I'm not speaking for anyone else apart from myself when I say this, but I'm really excited about these. Because Diamond and Pearl are possibly my favourite Pokemon games. I have I such really fond dumb, memories of playing those games. Um, um, I am uh, less excited about this, but I I kind of stopped playing Pokemon games for a reason around the second generation, and that is that they were all exactly the same game, but with newer graphics and new Pokemon. But otherwise, they were exactly the same game. Yeah. Um... See, I think the only thing I'm... I, the thing that makes me really... Sorry, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, aren't I? <laughs> no, it's up to you. <laughs> um, 
Mark hates Pokemon. <laughs> the, other, the other thing that it'll be interesting to see what comes of this, of the choice that has been made, um, is that um, I think it's hard to tell until we know more details whether whether this is this Pokemon game really of this generation um, or is it something that exists separately? Because normally, again, I'm going to take Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire as, a, as an example. You could take Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and you could put all of your Pokemon from X and Y in there um, and you could play with them. And now we're going to have this weird schism of presumably Pokemon that remain in an older art style and I'm assuming they're not going to go and do artwork for the new ones from X and Y to go into that game or whatever. It's it's just, I just don't quite know what's what's going to happen. And you know, no, I suspect be, it's going to be. They appear to be locked. more and more siloing off Pokemon in different places. I suspect it's going to be locked to the Pokemon that were available in those games originally, or they're going to use Home as the midpoint. Yeah, I mean, Home would certainly be the way you can move them backwards and forwards. I don't think it will necessarily be locked to the Pokemon that were in those games originally. Um, none of the other remakes have been locked to Pokemon that were in those games originally. I just don't, I don't think you're going to get your gen. But like you said, what, the, we re- the remakes before shared your... an engine. This clearly yeah, doesn't share yeah, an engine. Uh, so I don't think you're going to get your Gen 8 Pokemon in there. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if you got everything up to... Well, if everything up to Gen 7 could be in there, because they presumably have, you know, assets that are... You know, they're going to have assets that are much closer, po- quite possibly... Then, depending on what the battle style looks like, you know, if it's if the battles don't look dissimilar from the 3DS, they would have had assets they could work from. I mean, we'll see. We we know we know very little about this at this point. Speaking of knowing nothing, Legend Pokemon Legends Arceus. I, I the moment I saw this, I was like, open world Pokemon. This should please people, but I know it won't. <laughs> I think. I think. Sorry, Will. I was going to say. I think this is the breath of the wild air that this franchise needed. Sorry, made a pun. <laughs> I mean, I certainly think they've launched with a, a trailer that's not made anywhere near the same impact as Breath of the Wild has made. Um, I think. I I don't know why they decided to put a trailer in with the game in this state. Um, because I understand it's very early days, but boy, has it made a bad first impression. You go and look at Pokemon that literally just like bouncing around on the screen and things and not moving properly, and it just looks. And it may be an open world, but it looks like it's suffering from the the classic open world problem, which is at the moment it looks exceptionally empty, like Breath of the Wild was. Yeah, and yeah, it's the classic. It's the classic first world problem. Um, and as I say, I just don't understand. I saw lots of people. I've seen lots and lots of people saying, oh, you, you need to not be critical of, of the trailer and how it looks because it's it's very early days. So, of course, it's going to change and be improved. It's like it's literally a piece of marketing. This is what you've decided is the first impression you want to make for your game. Mm. And yes, games when they're being developed often look ropey. And that's actually why a lot of other developers use cinematic trailers to announce their games before they get anywhere near showing gameplay because they understand the gameplay just isn't ready. And it just looks a bit... Interestingly, it's me. it certainly it looks a lot nicer in the still photos that have been posted since. Definitely in the trailer, it looks ropey as hell. It's got a frame rate issue. It's dropping frames. It looks, you know, very barren. 
I, and this is what I say. I don't know who looked at it and went in that state and went, this is okay. Let's let's sign this trailer off. As but, opposed to just having like more of an animated trailer or something and then talk about it being an open world, you know, and they could have had that bit where it just like, the, the trainer was stood there and it just like panned around the world. You could have focused on like one shot from the end to get people excited and just... But as a concept, I'm all for it. It sounds like it could mm. be the... As I said, it sounds like it really could be the step forward that the Pokemon series needs to make at this point. I mean, I don't really know if I'm all for it as a concept, because all I know is that it's open world. And I don't really feel like they've told me what open world means in terms of Pokemon, other than there are some Pokemon wandering around, which they've already done in Sword and Shield. Um I want to know what. How is this different from other Pokemon games? They talked about it as, as an action RPG. What? How? Tell me. What is this? You've actually really told me nothing. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we like this is still a year away, at least. That's yeah. not accounting for delays, etc. So, who knows? Um, I love that Arceus is involved because Arceus is one of my favorite Pokemon because it that shit's overpowered. Um, but yeah, we'll see. And that was it. That was literally it. Like it was a 20 minute broadcast. That's all it was. Oh, I'm also going to say, I know you talked about maybe this is, you know, this is taking Pokemon its brave new direction, but apparently its brave new direction is creating the Pokedex for the first time, which sounds to me like the aim of every single Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not quite the bold step forwards that I think they think it is. Um but in my opinion, this is an experiment for them. Mm-hmm. because It's clearly not a mainline, numbered, yeah. if you like, Pokemon game. This is a, here's something we might be able to do. Let's give it a try. And if it doesn't work, then we can just pretend it never happened. Mm. And Probably. To, and to me, like the way this looks at this point in time, whether it changes or not, is, a, is another thing. But it looks like the wild areas in Sword and Shield. Looks like That's an expanded version of yeah, that. Yeah, I was looking at going because I, to... I was wondering. It's it's just it looks to me like it's possibly just Sword and Shield engine, like running it in the background. I'd be surprised if they'd they'd gone and developed some whole new engine for it. But who knows? Again. I'd be surprised if they haven't. If if they if they want to expand that that was fine for the enclosed areas they had. But if they want to go open world with this, they're going to need a much better fucking engine. I mean, um, I was looking at that Sword and Shield, thinking it looks an awful lot like. It did look an awful lot like Breath of the Wild, just not as polished yet. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they borrowed that engine, <laughs> in all honesty. I mean, they've got access to it, so... Who, who, who the fuck knows? But onto the final thing, which is also many things. <laughs> the small issue. Yes, the small issue of the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> there was a Nintendo Direct, an actual Nintendo Direct. That minuscule... It had been 84 years, dot gif. Um, so just literally just stop me if there's anything. Pyra and Mithra for Smash, I think which we're going to hear more Smash. about. It's more that... next week, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken, we're here The 3rd of March, I think, or something. Something mm. of March. Uh, 8th of March? Okay, well, there's something of March, no, fourth, is Mr. Sakurai Presents. Um, uh, I think they're a nice addition to Smash. Um, as we discussed when we did Quiz at Play Live, um, I felt that um, it was the most predictably Smash trailer that I've seen in quite some time. We, oh, for yeah. the moment that Rex went, one day, 
Pyra disappeared. And we were like, okay, Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, okay, we understand what we're watching now. It was, no it suspense. was so, so oh. obvious. Um, and also, I would say that's probably one of the weaker trailers we've seen um, yep. for Smash Ultimate. Um, but that's, I think, just personal opinion anyway. It um, was, although it was very, very, very in keeping with the look and feel of Dino Bay Chronicles 2. Oh yeah, but they, yes. they've always managed to do that. So uh, it, it just it didn't do it didn't do what many other trailers have done. I didn't do the fake that this was going to be Xenoblade Chronicles three, no, or some kind of you know whatever um, DLC or something. Um, next was Mario Golf Super Rush. Bowser looks so cute. Bowser in his little fucking outfit though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I didn't see it in the trailer, but I saw screenshots afterwards. Toad in his little golfing uniform as well. Seriously, like, all you need to do is put characters in cute little outfits, and I'm already interested. I'm and so inevitably, easy. inevitably, this is one of the many games that gamer TMs are already complaining about the price of, uh, and ignoring the fact that maybe this just, if they don't want it, this just isn't for them. But this is, you know, this is clearly a very child-friendly, family-oriented game. Yep. And the thing is, I wasn't actually that fussed with it until I saw that um, speed golf <laughs> mode. And I was like, actually... Speed golf does look incredible. I mean, looks I like probably don't get it, but mostly just because like, I just find golf in all of its guises tedious. And I have too many bad memories of trying to play mini golf and, and getting angry with my, my dad because he was trying to tell me how to do it. And I'm just shit. So I'll just skip it. <laughs> I'll be shit at this as well. I mean, it looks like we're not going to be getting this, any of the three of us, but like... It's, it's a, it was a good addition anyway. Uh, Metopia, which I put a big question mark on the end of that. What the fuck's that doing back? <laughs> Surprise, bitches. Everybody wanted this one. I mean, it like, evidently must have done well enough on 3DS for them to think that with a larger stool base, they're going to give it a shot. But why, though? <laughs> like... I mean, this was my response when it was released on the 3DS as well. I was like, but why? What um, is this? Like, <laughs> who, who asked for this? Nobody. And the thing is, there's even less me's now than there were. So I don't know. Oh, it's, it. like, it's like the year of the me, though, judging from these trailers. There was me's a lot of me. Topia, me's in Mario Golf. Me, 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 me. I mean, if they like, if they were to bring back Tomodachi life, I think would be like full on fucking... Height of the Mies again, or, <laughs> or the Street Pass games because they were actually fucking good. Um, they were good. This is true, but, but we're good. We're digressing again. Um, Famicom Detective Club. I don't know how. I'm interested because it's a visual novel thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so right up Ruben Street. I'm so easily pleased. Um, and also, not only that, but these come as a twin pack as well, so you get both. Yep. So so if that's a reasonable price, that's fucking good. Um yeah, I mean I mean it comes out in May. I've got plenty of time to, you know, have less games on. As between if that's now and ever May. gonna happen. I can hope, Mark. Less. <laughs> he said less. He didn't say not. Less of an insurmountable amount can still be an insurmountable amount. It's just a slightly less insurmountable amount. It's like taking it's like taking like a centimeter off the top of Everest. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Animal Crossing is getting Mario items for Mario's thirty fifth anniversary. 
I think my heart started sinking when I heard Mario's 35th anniversary being mentioned because I feared what was and has happened, which we'll get to. Oh, I just... I am so pissed that they're making such a big song and dance and about this happening when New Leaf had them in from the beginning. Well, and also, and also the actual anniversary was six months ago. Mm. It doesn't <laughs> end until ago, it all, we've we've known for a long time though that it doesn't end until the end of March because that's when they stopped selling 3D All Stars. I'm still I'm still really angry about that, but that's that's another thing. Um, both Fall Guys and Outer Wilds are coming to Switch this year. Yay, Fall Guys! I'm so I, happy Fall Guys is coming to Switch. I didn't really know anything about Outer Wilds, but it looks bonkers. It does, actually. Um, I mean, I think both of these games are good wins for Switch, to be fair. If the, if, I, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, we said this, we said this during Quiz of Play Live. Um, but Fall Guys, if it has cross-play with the PS4 and PC versions, that is a fucking huge install base. Mm-hmm. So I've I've looked back, and they have previously said that they want to work on crossplay. So whether or not we'll get it yet, I don't know. But they have they have expressed an interest in working on crossplay. Um, and because also um, it has as well been announced the following day for Xbox. Um, so it's going to be across all the platforms now. Clearly, it's exclusivity with PlayStation that was given over in order to be a, a PlayStation Plus game um, is coming to an end. Which is which is good to be fair. I mean, yeah, and it's a re- it's a really 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 good fit for Switch. You yeah, know, if I think of I can I can totally imagine my eight year old nephew um, getting it and downloading it and laughing at it and just having lots of fun. Mm-hmm. And like we exactly. said like many we times, anybody can play it. Yeah, it's so it's so simple, but fun. And also, like I don't know if you noticed, but they had two people. With Joy Cons, I wonder whether there's going to be two people on a single Switch jumping into games. Oh, that would be really interesting. Um, or whether that's there's, just a stylized thing they went for. for yeah, the there's also, I'm not sure if you two have been following, there's also a batch of other changes that they have flagged they're working on to Fall Guys, um, which should be really good. Um, they've I've maybe come across them because they've been talking a lot to streamers about them. Um, so uh, I don't know if you know that the maximum party size you can have on Fall Guys at the moment is four. Um, so they are looking on changing that so you could basically, ultimately you would be able to have, if you wished, private That's cool. full-sized Fall Guys rooms and stuff. So it's it's also going to become something that's much more playable with lots of friends um, than is currently the case. Um, they are working on that. They said they're going to give it to some big streamers first. They're basically going to get some big streamers to test it playing with their communities. Hmm. That's a good call. Don't see any issue with that. Uh, next was No More Heroes 3, coming out in August. I mean, that's one of those games that was announced a long, long, long time ago. You know, along with Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4, that nothing was said, nothing was seen mm. for a long, long time, and now finally it's here. Um, I've never actually played a No More Heroes game before. I would recommend. I really would. Those games are fucking bonkers. Um <laughs> It certainly looked bonkers from the trailer. Oh yeah, that's that's roughly the level of bonkers you should expect. Um, so yeah, I'm one hundred percent, one hundred percent 
day one there for No More Heroes 3. Uh, Neon White, because of course I have to mention the Annapurna Interactive game. <laughs> um, although Demons this one, in Heaven with Cards. Although this one's weird. Really weird. But more weird than usual Annapurna games. Yeah. Because this is like someone played Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories and was like, well, there's a good idea, which it wasn't, spoiler. The best um, one in the series. Let's make a game like that. Um, or I've just looked at like Slay the Spire or looked at other card-based games and gone, you know what? We could make a video game out of this when most of the time you shouldn't make video games out of this. Um but it looks interesting. Slay the Spire's done very well, though, hasn't it? Oh, Slay the Spire is great, but that but that's because that's that's as if th- that they've turned a, essentially a tabletop card game into a video game. It's yeah. close. It's closer. Like you could easily make a, a a card game, an actual real life card game of Slay the Spire, and it would work fine. Um, you could not make a real life card game <laughs> version of Chain of Memories. How do you know? Uh, oh, Chain of Memories, yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. How do you know if Neon White? You, you get some of your friends to dress up as demons. You dress up as an angel. You go around throwing cards in their face. I mean, that's just what I do normally. So, um, I, I don't need to be paid for that. If you want me and your advertising, Annapurna. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, and this was this was one of my one of my pants wetting moments of the of the. Uh, of the broadcast, as you would know if you were watching us on Quiz or Play Live. Um, Project Triangle Strategy. I was with you and wetting my pants. I was very excited when I saw that art style. I knew where we were headed. And then for me, although I am going to try the demo because I'll give the demo a try, for me, they said the word tactical and my heart sunk because I know that I don't get on with those games. I remember from your sojourn into Fire Emblem. Indeed. Um, But yeah, like a new game by the people that made Octopath. I was always going to be excited about this. And I like tactical RPGs. So yes, please. Um, There's a demo that I'm not going to try yet because as you have already mentioned, I've been playing Bravely Default 2. So I've not had time to play another big game. Um, But it looks interesting. And also... What the fuck is with that name? I'm Project hoping that Triangle the, Strategy. I'm hoping that the deluxe version is going to come with a set square. Um, so you can have your own triangle with which to strategize. Mm. Or if they, honestly, if they were to do a special edition that comes with that, that balance, that three-way balance they've got in the trailer, I'd buy that. Not got anywhere to put it. Fucking buy it anyway. Um, Hang it from the ceiling. I could, um, but yeah, I, I'm sure if anyone's listening, I will put my thoughts about Triangle Strategy up on Twitter at some point. Um, I mean, I would like it if the if the development studio that makes these games didn't have such a fucking hard-on for underlining things. <laughs> I, I've noticed it recently because I've got multiple games on the Switch now that are by the same studio. Bravely Default line line triangle strategy line line octopath traveler the i'm just like 
wow, you guys really like a very particular logo. Well, let's be clear. They've been, again, they've been using that set square that they've had lying around while they're working on a travel <laughs> strategy to just yes. underline things. It's, it's almost as if, like, the, the like, the logo designer for, for this studio just, like, has to use a ruler. That's the one thing they have to do in every design. They have to use a ruler somewhere. Um, he, he, they just go to him and they go, They just go, uh, we'd really like you to create a new logo. And he's like, okay. And, and he, he just like, open, he just like, no, he just like <laughs> opens up the existing, the existing Adobe Illustrator, or whatever it is, uh, logo file. And he's like, he's like, one minute, one minute, one minute. Delete the text. What's the name? <laughs> Type it in. There we go. Done. <laughs> Jobs are good. Un. Was that like when they came up with the logo for the PlayStation 5? Oh god, that was <laughs> <laughs> Delete five. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I mean, like all credit to them, at least that's it's a very good logo with good brand recognition. Although I can see why they've done it. Certainly, you know, now that they're promoting a lot of PS4, PS5 cross-generational stuff, the logo looks very neat. Anyway. I mean that's something. <laughs> um uh, I, my second pants wetting moment. There's a physical Hades edition coming in March. <laughs> As if you weren't excited enough. Oh my god, yes. Um, I mean, it should come as no surprise. I've already pre-ordered this. Um, with a little art book and a, and a soundtrack download. Yeah, I, I don't need to say any more about that. If you've, if if I were you, I'd go and buy Hades now. If you've not already done so so that and um, you know when when all of this is over you don't want to bump into reuben and have to confess that you've not tried hades that's not going to end well for you yeah i would be prepared now no just 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 I, i'm warning you all now when lockdown ends that'll be the first question i ask you and if you do not answer in the positive i fucking walking away <laughs> have you played hades no i have no time for you i'm sorry um, <laughs> Bye, let bitches. me know when you have i'll be back god could you imagine if i was single and i was going clubbing after lockdown <laughs> just like just meeting guys at the club and going have you played hades no oh i'm sorry i cannot talk to you anymore i'm just imagining you, i'm just imagining you on tinder looking at every profile just going no mention of hades no mention of hades no mention of hades oh this one's hades. got a this one's got a zagreus profile picture yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, as if i would be that easy i totally would um age of calamity expansion pass it may come as no surprise to to people who know me well that I have already pre-ordered this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks good, to be fair. And also, more Age of Calamity is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't realise, I think this is one that, you, this has changed relatively recently, hasn't it, on the eShop? Because there was some kind of EU court case. I didn't realise, I was fully expecting it was going to ask me to pay. And then it told me that I don't have to pay until May. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Easiest pre-order ever. Um... This is yeah, my. Uh, I don't, don't, still don't quite know what's, what's, you know, as we talked about on Quiz at Play Live, um, we've looked at that list of what's in the expansion pass. Um, you know, we can't quite tell how story driven and stuff some of that's going to be, but I would imagine there's going to be some new story bits. No. Looking and forward to it. I'm Age still of, playing the game on and off anyway, so. Age of Calamity is my next Switch game. I've 
just about just about done with uh, 3D World, so I'm going to go back to Age of Calamity now. That's I'm good because so I want to talk to you about it once you've finished it. Such a good game. Um, In fact, so, I want all three of us to sit and talk about it once you've finished it. So not I'm necessarily gonna, on pod. I'm going to skip the next game on the thing because I don't think any of us have anything to say about it and move straight on to Skyward Sword HD. I want to start before we talk about Skyward Sword HD. Nintendo, I'm disappointed. You were announcing a Zelda game in a Nintendo Direct, what, four days before the 35th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda, and the words 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda did not slip your lips. They did not come at all. And on the day, none of your Twitter accounts bothered to mention the fact that it was the 35th anniversary. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. They've got something planned. But I still just... don't know. How can you... How can oh, People keep saying to me, like, oh, but they've got something planned for the 35th. It's like, I just don't see it being branded as 35th anymore because they literally did not acknowledge the anniversary on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. That's but like they're... the lowest bar. Firstly, their anniversary... <laughs> celebrations only loosely aligned with the year that the anniversary happens in not necessarily the actual date um although i will also say that like when you traditionally celebrate anniversaries of things 35 isn't necessarily always a big deal anyway you usually go for Mario, five that's 10, what i'm saying 20 25 50 you know 35 is usually not a huge deal yes i know they're doing it for mario but Mario is their 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 mascot. He he's their you know prime character. You know, of course they're going to celebrate Mario more heavily. And also, let's also remember Zelda is no longer their top two or three selling franchises either. You know, Animal Crossing has taken like the second place throne. If you know, I mean, Animal Crossing has got the first place throne. Well, at yeah. this point. Has it, has it sold? It's probably sold more than all of the other Mario games on Switch combined. Probably. So you know, at best, Zelda is you know top five now. It's certainly not the number two that it used to be. Anyway, that being sad, said, I, sad times. I do love Zelda. It's my. It's certainly my second favorite Nintendo I franchise. I love Zelda too, and I had a wonderful time on the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda. Um, playing Wind Waker, even if I then had to replay seven hours. Of, of <laughs> you love it so much. You love it so much. You played the same seven hours <laughs> over again. Let's talk about Skyward Sword HD, though. I'm this, excited for Skyward Sword HD. This is a game, I think, in particular, where the art style was just crying out for HD. I mm. think the Wii. It was a. It was great at the time, but I don't think the Wii's capabilities really showed this game off to its first. Oh yeah, and and let's not forget it, you know, it's a late Wii game. Yeah. Uh, it was a very late game, so everyone was very aware that it looked muddy. <laughs> you know, it didn't look great, but the style is beautiful. Exactly. Like, absolutely the style is beautiful. And I think seeing it in HD is gonna make it shine. I think the improvements to the controls for those who don't want to play with motion are gonna be hugely appreciated. My yep. biggest hope is that in terms of quality of life, we don't get an explanation of every single item the first time you pick it up, every time you play the fucking game. I mean, although, Mark, on the plus side, Nintendo Switch, 
you could just put it into standby and then boot it up again. And that you, is, you never would have closed the game. That so is you have, true. There's now a there's now a hack you can use to get around that. That is like, very true. There. If there's if there's an option in general, as much as I love her, to make Fee speak less, that for <laughs> me is a great. Yeah, she's quality. definitely Stop. got the Navi level. Did, of- Hey, hey! But didn't listen, it also like listen. tell you how long you'd been playing and tell you that you needed to have a break? Didn't didn't Skyward Sword do that? Oh, and, they and, went and told yeah, you they did. They started doing that massively in the 3DS life, didn't they? Everything was like, hey, you go and play Ocarina of Time 3D. It's like, hey, you've been playing for quite a while. Have you thought about taking a break? And you're like, shut up, Navi. I'll play as long as I goddamn want. I'm so I'm hoping they've removed those things, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah. very excited. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to to um, reliving that story. I think it's I think it's one of the the fullest, most fleshed out stories we've had in a Zelda game. Full stop. Um, I think it's a Zelda who has really interesting characterization, um, which she doesn't always. Um, I love that Impa. Looking forward to all of that, and I am so excited for those dungeons again because that. The puzzle design in some of those dungeons was really ingenious. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Sorry, I'm not looking forward to, we keep I'm not looking off. forward to having to dowse for things. And the boss design. That's, that's mm. what I wanted to say there. It was great as well. I haven't played this since it first came out either. So it's going to feel very fresh, I think, for me. I will just say, I am fed up of people trying to compare the price of this to the price of the game that they got on Wii, which came with which came with a controller, and saying that Nintendo's charging above the odds. First of all, the Joy-Cons are beautiful. You do not need to buy the Joy-Cons if you do not need to buy the Joy-Cons. Second of all, clearly, the price for the game and the, the Wiimote on Wii was a very, very, very good price. It yep. doesn't mean that this is a bad price. Yes, because they had to incentivize people to buy the Motion Plus because the game required it, and most people did not have Motion Plus. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that this is badly priced. And like you know, I I don't think people would be complaining about the price if this were Wind Waker HD again. They would just go along with it, and they would happily pay it. Um, I think no, I think they would. I think they'd go. This 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 HD Wind Waker has been released on the Wii U already. It doesn't need to be full price. That is the argument you would. Yeah, people would complain about anything. That's the thing. I mean, like Pokemon fans are bad. Nintendo fans are also bad. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would complain regardless. And like, you're right. Those Joy Cons are fucking stunning. Yeah, I want some of those. Hard want. And also Joy Cons. Like, if you are going to make that comparison. Joy-Cons are probably a good deal more expensive for Nintendo to make than a Wii Remote. <laughs> you know, they, Joy-Cons yep. themselves retail for more than a Wii Remote did. Yes. Well, I mean, there's two of them for a start, and each one has far more tech packed into them than any individual Wii Remote. Yep. I'm just bored of these. Oh, look, oh, that was X dollars, and now it's this many dollars. No, I don't care. If you don't want to buy the game, fine, but stop... Stop claiming that Nintendo are pulling some kind of shyster move. Especially seeing as these same people will probably go and buy a Call of Duty, which is exactly fucking same as the previous years. Uh, that's just me. Um, the final big announcement. I mean, there are loads of other little announcements that we've not gone into because we don't care. But And, and time. We're already at an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, and time. I know. But the final announcement, Splatoon 3. Oh my god. 
Oh. My. God. Excitement. As you both witnessed on on Quiz at Life Play with me as I gradually got more and more excited. Quiz at, quiz at, quiz at Live Play? <laughs> <laughs> quiz are, at you, play are, you, are you feeling okay, Han? <laughs> coming, coming next, Quiz at Dead Play. Um, I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm so excited for Splatoon 3. I love Splatoon. Um, I've had Splatoon. I've had Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2, I have met a great many of my best friends. Um, Mark included through Splatoon 2. Um, so it means the world to me and I cannot wait for Splatoon 3. My only thought is on Splatoon 3, if it doesn't have Salmon Run, I'm not interested. I because, love Salmon Run. Because I played a lot of ordinary Splatoon, a lot of it. But by the time that Splatoon 2 rolled around, I was so sick of competitive play. Mm. It drives me up the fucking wall. So Splatoon 2 introducing Salmon Run I was like, this is my fucking jam. This is my speed. And I yep. played so much Salmon Run. I definitely prefer the co-op elements of Salmon Run. I also hope that it has a mode akin to the Octoling expansion pass because I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. You know, I think Splatoon, original Splatoon, had a good um, single-player campaign, but it was short. Um, Splatoon 2 brought, brought a longer fuller single player campaign and then in the dlc we got the the octo expansion which took a different take and was also brilliant um you know and it's really started to shine in splatoon 2 as a single player experience as well as a multiplayer experience um so i think it'll be really interesting to see what they do with that and again there appeared to be people who were surprised oh god splatoon 3 oh who cares who cares splatoon 2 is about to cross over the 10 million sold mark and it is, it is a game of service um, that does exceptionally well. And like, no shit, Nintendo want to want to get the next one. Well, it's 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 the same thing that we have with every single thing we've been saying so far. People forget that it's not just them. Yep. Like this ain't just about you. Just because you don't care about Splatoon doesn't mean ten fucking million other people don't. Like yep. It's it's not all about you, and Nintendo's not just going to make their decisions based on one fucking person's opinion. No, because like, if they did, there'd be more Metroid games because they'd oh, be yeah. asking because they'd be asking me. <laughs> and if anybody wants to talk about a drought on a series, fucking Metroid. <laughs> Excuse me, Kid Icarus. You can go fuck yourself. Kid Icarus has been a lot longer since one of them, um, and I couldn't even really properly play the last one. Fucking bastards. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, Splatoon 3 looks great because it looks like Splatoon and Splatoon generally has been quite consistent. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait, uh, but I'm going to have to because it's 2022. So... Also, bows. That is my weapon. I'm telling you now. They I look already so know cool, I'm things, going to be yeah. using a bow. It's, it's actually almost another one where I'm surprised again. Surprised that lots of companies, um, less so in the Nintendo Direct, you know, there are a good number of demos that came out in the Nintendo Direct. Um, almost a bit surprised they didn't use Splatoon 3 as an opportunity to go and put out another one of their um, free-to-play periods on Splatoon 2. Because they could, you know, I could imagine they would have sold a load more copies off the back of it. 
Yeah, they might have, might have just thought. But there we go. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like, uh, we finished the Nintendo Direct. I've realised there's a piece of news that we've missed. Um, okay. Which is Controversial. The, confirmation, the confirmation that PSVR 2.0 is in <laughs> development. It's coming probably next year. I don't know what to say about that. I just realised that we've not we've not touched on it. It was when you mentioned Farpoint playing on PSVR, and I was like, PSVR, that's what we forgot in the list of things. I've enjoyed playing with PSVR. I think I think there's there's been a lot of development in terms of improving the tech in VR since the PSVR came out in terms of resolution and reducing the screen door effect and controller uh, innovations, and I think. It'll be interesting to see what Sony do with all of that on a new generation of PSVR. It'll be also interesting to see whether PSVR games developed for the PS5 will work with both generations of headsets. Yeah. I would I would imagine and hope that they would try and the only, the only develop limited, the headset the, the in a way limited, that would allow that, but who knows? The limiting factor probably more than anything, because the, P, the headset itself is basically just a a screen in front of your face. I think the limiting factor will actually be compatibility with the controllers. Yep. And I, actually, that's the thing that I've I've seen. And I'm you know I'm pleased because I know there are lots of people who want to get into PSVR and stuff, but just trying to get move controllers just costs the earth. Yeah. Just bundle them. If people are buying a next generation PSVR, just bundle the fucking controllers with it. Well, and they and they may very well do this time because they're talking about a new controller. Um, you know, and last time they were repurposing a controller that they had already created. Yeah. So if this is a bundled controller specifically for the purpose of PSVR, yeah. then it should be bundled with the headset. And yeah, I imagine it wasn't bundled last time because there would have been people who did have yeah. move controllers, so just would not have needed them. Cool. I guess that is that was that is that, it. Yeah, that's episode thirteen. That was a weird. We've never cycled back around again. I love it. Um, <laughs> um, throwing in a, a, a last shot of quick fire news at the end there. Keep you on your fucking toes. Um, but yeah, this has been episode thirteen of Queers at Play. Has it also um, been our longest ever episode? Probably. I don't think so. Oh. Can't be we far have def- off. We have definitely had longer episodes than an hour and a half. I think. I think we're, we're up to an hour, an hour and forty. We're at an hour and forty. <laughs> Near enough. Then this might now be our <laughs> longest episode. Um, you can blame Sony for that. Um, Fucking Sony. <laughs> oh, and Nintendo. Nintendo announced way more stuff than Sony did. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I guess. Um, but yes, you. If you want to catch up with us or chat with us, you can join us. On our Discord, which is discord.quizplay.com. Yeah! <laughs> Episode 13, and I finally got it. Six months, people. Um, or you can follow us on Twitter uh, at quizplay. Um, I you can also, host... lest we forget, Ruben, follow us on Twitch twitch.tv slash quiz at play and the next time we do a quiz at play live you will get a notification and you'll be able to come and join us as we experience news together um, oh, and and we may be having games. gaming streams coming which we're, we're working on yes which will be fun um and i can't imagine that being a complete disaster whatsoever <laughs> um i have been your host for episode 13 my name has been ruben and 
as always, I've been joined by Mark and Will, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.